0: Camera speed. speed. Down production. Take
1: one. Action. This week on the Semi Social Podcast, we talk about the lives of two mob hitman, a boxer, a gangster, and his wife, and a pair of diner bandits intertwined in four tales of violence and redemption. That's right, we're talking about Quentin Tarantino's 1994 classic, Pulp Fiction. Hey, man, you want to watch a movie? everyone and welcome to the semi-social movie club podcast i am one of your hosts cody wilson alongside one of the best dressed men in the room aj how's it going buddy doing well
0: man how about yourself hey brother
1: i'm feeling good today <laughs> what man? was that
0: little yeah that little, that little uh, accent i had oh what was it some Beatles of sorts
1: oh, okay cool <laughs> hell yeah hey man you i don't know, know where me. it
0: came from it took me over for a minute
1: Ooh, the, the ghost of hey. uh george harrison is flowing through you <laughs> right yeah exactly how you doing buddy i'm good man just uh rolling through the week you know we've been doing some editing doing some promos on the show so thank you to everybody for all your awesome feedback on uh the episodes so far we are loving hearing from you guys and Hearing what you have to say, we appreciate you answering the 90 seconds and everything that's happened so far. We are just having a blast talking to you guys about movies. We even had our uh, first movie recommendation. We could have brought this up a couple episodes ago, but we, you know, we wanted to throw it in now. And uh, it's it's really fun that someone's already recommending us movies. We'll uh, we'll keep that under wraps though for all you guys because we're gonna make an episode about it. So it's gonna be pretty cool. What you been up to, buddy?
0: Uh, just doing this, man. I've had a, uh, you know, we've got a couple of backup episodes, and so kind of put them together. I've had a lot of fun doing this. Um, you know, I'm coming up on. I think we talked about it earlier. Uh, I've hit a year now of doing this. Hell yeah! So from start to finish, man. I told you some really funny stories about me, just like looking like a yeah. mess during the first group that came in and doing my first podcast, and I had no clue what was going on, and now. You know, we get all this stuff going. Now I've got too many shows to juggle and I've got like, you know, my <laughs> hands in all these different cookie jars and uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, so I've been doing that and have some possible future ventures coming up about, uh you know, getting hit up by the right people at the right time and Hell yeah. make some life changes. So it's been really exciting. man. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Well, that's,
1: like, you were talking to me about that earlier and that was one of those things that we're both looking into a new ventures in life of things that might be coming and yeah, it's dude, like well, I, we're the, almost 30 so. yeah well i am 30 man
0: yeah well okay well, it's time to do something yeah i you know. know that's the thing that's why i won't let you out of this i know. You know like you need to stick with oh, something that's, that's you my need to thing, man. I don't commit want out of to here. something by the time you're 30 okay oh yeah okay
1: see i don't want i don't want out of here baby you know what i want to do every week i want to talk about fucking movies okay, baby movies and uh segueing into this week's episode that way <laughs> Next
0: Next second. okay what do you want cheerios cheerios
1: they don't got cheerios what else Lasagna. Lasagna? What the hell's the matter with you? We'll take uh, hotcakes and sausage. All right, buddy. What did you uh, what'd you snack on during this movie, man?
0: Man, uh, it was 4 in the morning when I watched this movie, actually, because I missed it the night before. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up the next day, and it was it was 4 a.m., and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I went and laid on the couch, and I watched it uninterruptedly with no phone, nothing bothering me, and just completely focused. And then so I had a little bowl of oatmeal at about five a.m., and uh, and that was it. So not okay. not the best snack segment, but I watched the movie, and I only had that that one bowl. So you know, I was I was snack lacking.
1: You know? Okay, I I I'm actually kind of the same because I had just gotten back from lunch, and so like we were full and I was like man okay I was like but it's a movie we want something so we just made a bag of popcorn yeah that's think good classic uh, buddy popcorn goes well with movies yeah we just had a I bought the wrong popcorn one night I'm not a kettle corn person no and uh in traditional sense of kettle corn like I like caramel popcorn but not just kettle corn you gotta try that you gotta um, try that
0: smart pop caramel cheddar
1: I'll try it man I will but uh so we had we had some she wanted some kettle corn so we had some kettle corn and uh watched the movie that yeah, really, dude. it, man. I don't I don't remember having anything else. So other than like I think I had some drinks throughout the movie. Well, so. I'm going to snack better next week for oh, sure. Oh, dude, I I'm too. Don't worry. Better. I'm going to I'm definitely not going to be like you said snack lacking next week. No. I bought some snacks that are purely for a movie only. And we so don't ever want to bring that of kind
0: bank. of low-ass energy to the show. Know, Just snack-lacking?
1: What the hell? Yeah.
0: So We're the only ones popcorn. holding our standards. We're already ruining I know, them. Don't man. do that. We need we to already, step up our snack we, game. Oh, we, what did anybody else snack on? Let did. us know in the socials what you snacked on during the snack segment before you Give watch the movie. It
1: to us. Let us know them snacks. I want to know your thoughts on Quentin Tarantino. How many of his movies have you seen? Have you seen all of them? Or uh, what's man,
0: up? You know, I used to think, like, off the top of my head that I was a big Tarantino fan, and now I just think that, like, I'm a bit familiar with a few movies, but not, you know, the entire cachet. Okay. I, I like From Dusk Till Dawn, you know?
1: It's a Rodriguez movie, man.
0: I know, but, but... he's in it, but he's in it. Yeah. Well, that was my first introduction to, like, Tarantino, it was just as an actor, and yeah. I he's got such a striking face that I'm like, I always will remember that guy. I, I loved uh, Django
1: you know no, it's Django is such a fantastic here's film here's the
0: thing i just never watched pulp fiction growing up and i never watched Kill bill um so i've never mm-hmm. seen those either um i i like reservoir dogs hell yeah uh, that's a good film um so you know i guess i'm guess i wasn't as, as much of a tarantino fan as i thought fair. is reservoir you know, dogs not also rodriguez no 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 it's tarantino is it tarantino yeah because it actually kind of
1: ties in with pulp fiction it's kind of pulp fiction is semi it's in the same realm but I'm I'm in the same boat of like uh I believe it might have been high school the first time I watched Pulp Fiction and uh you know like I enjoyed it. Like dude, it uh fun little
0: fact, I worked at um, a ski resort in Jackson Hole, Wyoming around the time that Django was being filmed. Yeah. And Oh, no you told joke, me this
1: story. Yeah.
0: I have a script from Jamie Foxx's room. That after they left and checked out, like I didn't meet Jamie Fox, but I know that that was his room that we cleaned up, and he left a script on the table, and it had a few of his like markings and writings in it. But it doesn't say he didn't sign it or anything. Oh no, it just no. has his like own personal notes on
1: it. And uh, he was probably looking for that script a couple days. later, like, where the and fuck? when they left, yeah, <laughs> we
0: got it, and I have it in a plastic bag. And I still have it. We'll, we'll post pictures. I need pictures to see, it. To need to see yeah, it. We'll
1: post pictures. You've told me this story, but yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, and I
0: read it. the whole script before the movie came out, like a month before. And when I went and watched it, like I knew it, it must have been a final draft because I'm telling my wife, I was like, uh, I bet this happens. And it happened. And I was like, <laughs> beat for beat, it was exactly the script. And I was like, that was the coolest fucking thing ever. So allegedly, whether it's true or not, in, in On my timeline in the universe, like on my multiverse, I own one of Jamie Foxx's scripts for Tarantino's oh, Django yeah. Unchained. So we'll post pictures to the social about it, but I'll show you That's a, what's after, up, we, man. after we get
1: done recording. So uh, we're going to hit you with the summary real quick. Jules Winfield and Vincent Vega are two hitmen who are out to retrieve a suitcase stolen from their employer, mob boss Marcellus Wallace. Wallace has also asked Vincent to take his wife, Mia, out a few days later when uh, Wallace himself will be out of town. Butch Coolidge is an aging boxer who is uh, paid by Wallace to lose his fight. The lives of these seemingly unrelated people are woven together, compromising a series of funny, bizarre, and uncalled-for incidents. Um, That is from IMDB. So, once again, your main actors of this movie, Samuel L. Jackson... John Travolta, Ving Rames, Uma Thurman, and Bruce Willis, and Phil Lamar. We, we pretty much hit the big people. But yeah, so with all of that, we're going to roll right into our thoughts and review of Pulp Fiction. So we're going to start off with um, the plotting at the diner. Um, how'd you feel about this opening scene? It kind of just, it goes right into it, man. It's one of those, It's
0: you can definitely tell, of course, it's a good it's a good chunk of dialogue from any Tarantino yeah. film. Well, and I, um, I always say and everybody shits on Kevin Smith about dialogue, but T- Tarantino has
1: them too. But I guess these are the difference in filmmakers, but when well, it's monologue city with Tarantino man. And that's right. And I think that's part of his filmmaking because it drags you in because it's so good written, like so well written that you're, you're just in. Well,
0: when I sat down at the table, whenever the movie starts and I sit down with the couple at the table, honey bun and, and kawatzer, they you're drawn in like you had been sitting there the whole time. It's like you came in on the perfect part of a conversation where you're interested immediately. Yeah. You're like, where's this going? Um, and then I saw it, of course,
1: leap into the standing up and just that
0: Put everything in the fucking bag, you yeah. know?
1: And well, I they, saw that. That um, cuts to one of the plot points I have right here with it is that they want an easy score. They don't want to have to go rob a bank... They don't want to have to go, you know, hold up a jewelry store, nothing like that. They want to, like, they're plotting about rotting the diner. One of their main things that he brings up is, well, they're insured. Right. This money's insured. Who gives a shit? Well, and also, like, there was a good plan. They had, everybody has wallets. So,
0: yeah, I mean, that's that's a good hit. Like, hitting a good, you, the restaurant's full. It's Saturday morning, dude. Everybody's out and about. Yep. having a good time. And then you just fucking, pull, you got two people with guns, like, at this time, everyone's getting on the fucking ground. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: it's not this, a bad idea. <laughs> the <laughs> 90s was not the place of be a hero, especially right. L.A. But, yeah, so, like, their whole thing is, man, it's insured. We're going to take it. And like you said, everyone's got the money. Why not? They're going to give it to them. They're done. They go home, count their money. Happy days. Uh, Which we'll get back to that. They weren't the dumbest criminals I've ever seen. Yeah. You and start so, off thinking
0: that. But look, it's not that bad of an idea.
1: And so uh, we'll get back to our lovely couple and some more things that Pumpkin has some realizations of uh, here in a little while. Um, so we have now. Europe is a little bit different. Um, we cut to Vincent and Jules talking about Europe. You know, um, he was Vincent in just Amsterdam. Got back. Yeah, Vincent just got back from Amsterdam, baby. You know, him catching them up, like, you know, man, like, I can't believe you've been gone for so long, so you know these guys were partners before. And then one of them had to take a sabbatical, and now they're back together, they're just cruising, getting to their job, happy to be together again. Um, And then you get the famous thing that, God, I hear it more than anybody can ever tell me on the face of this planet is, what do you call a quarter pounder in a Paris. What do you
0: call a quarter pounder in Paris?
1: Boy, it's called a Royale with cheese. A Royale okay? with
0: cheese, baby. Ooh. I'll never call what it the call same it Big again. Matt? They just call it a Big man
1: There you go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking then, we get more, plot, uh, more plotting and friend talk between Vincent and Jules. Um... He's talking about I gotta take Mrs. Wallace's wife out. He goes, "Oh man, what you gonna do?" He goes, "Man, it ain't no date, man. Quit acting like that's a date." He goes, "I don't know. The boss is acting you need to take his lady out on a date." And He goes, "It's not a date. I'm taking her out to have a good time." Well, last time I checked, that's a date. <laughs> so like, it's all that. It's you. Then they talk about got... the guy that uh, Marcel you know, throws out. him out of force to <laughs> Yeah, for
0: <laughs> giving her a foot
1: massage. foot massage. and um, that's the first mention and the entire movie that you get about Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. Um you won't see him for a little bit, but you're going to see him soon. Um which is weird to say, but it's a Tarantino film. <laughs> for the for the first
0: half of the movie, man, I really thought that uh I really felt like he was going to be like an ominous character that you never see his face the whole yeah. time. I thought that was how it was going to be. You got being
1: Rhames, baby, that's all that matters. Yeah. Which, once get, again you need to
0: see a lot more than his face.
1: Then we get that they are at their job. They are approaching the door. Um, that's when he goes, what do you mean We threw him out of a store for a foot massage? What does that mean, man? Like, what's a foot massage mean to you? And, like, I sat there with my girlfriend watching this going, like, what does a foot massage mean? Like, I've just given a foot massage to almost every woman I think I've ever been with. Uh, I've never thought no, it to mean dude, anything. So, no, man, come on. <laughs> so massage, I was with him of, like, a foot massage doesn't mean nothing. It's exactly
0: like, if, like he said, a foot massage, it's very sensual. Like, do you give men foot massages? no no exactly no and that, that's the, what he's asked that i went exactly Shit. i was dude. like i don't man <laughs> a foot massage is a very intimate thing but you, know, you go i don't go out to dinner with you and then just give you a foot massage because i'm not trying to but fuck you you, you. can't if you <laughs>
1: want bb it's all good man i'll think nothing yeah. else of it man <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my so feet that... hurt bro come on <laughs>
0: um, no i'm not the one dude so it's just it's a big difference and he like that's what he's saying
1: <laughs> okay yeah and so that's my favorite thing is then um it gives me my one of my favorite parts of the movie is just when he goes, hold on, don't knock yet. Why? It ain't time. And he's like, what time does it have to be? Well, it ain't time. And so they walk away, and then they talk a little bit more about the foot massage, everything like that, and he goes, all right, man, it's time to go. So they get to the door, and he goes, hold on, let me get in character. Well, because he goes in there just so fucking tuned in, just yeah. being like- Oh, you're having lunch,
0: are you? Well, you know my. What is this right here? What kind of burger is this? Well, that's that's my favorite do you thing. you mind if I, I try a to...
1: bite? I've been wanting one. He's just so yeah, like just... articulate and precise. Well, and the fear on these guys' faces because they know Marcellus sent them. Oh yeah. And it's just like the him like we you know your business partner hadn't heard from you in a minute. Uh, um, what, do you, what do you mean? Like we talked to Marcellus and it's like what was that? Well, it's nothing, man. I was like, yeah. I was like, what are you having for breakfast? Burger? What kind of burger? Cheeseburger? Oh, that's cool. I'm, 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 I'm like, where you got it from? Uh, Big Kahuna Burger? Big Kahuna. Man, that's joint in on sunset. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I heard that they have a tasty burger. You mind? Like, no, no. These guys are so fucking scared of these guys. They're just like, yeah, man, have a burger. It's okay, man. You want some root beer? Here's some root beer, man. Take it. Thank you, yeah. please. And it's just like, just, man, that is one tasty burger. Call back to the car. Hey, do you know what they call bit, uh, a uh, quarter pounder in France. <laughs> what a Royale with cheese. A Royale with cheese. Would you look? At, did you know that? I didn't know that. Well, now you know. And like him hitting Do him with everything. You know why? Is it because of the metric system? And, <laughs> yeah, it's because the metric system. <laughs> it's like yeah. It oh, we got a big <laughs> brain over here. here. <laughs> um, and then you get to the best scene of the movie, which this is all one scene. Yeah. But then you accumulate to where it does to me become the best scene of the movie. What does, what does Marcellus Wallace look like <laughs> well he's what does Marcellus Wallace look like like a, a man and then just I said what does Marcellus Wallace look like, <laughs> it's like oh he looks like this. oh the, oh so does he look like a bitch what I said does he look like a bitch say what again English, do you speak it? Yeah, and then just like, no, he doesn't. Then why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch, Ronnie? Why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch? And it's just like, <laughs> the, dude, like Samuel L. Jackson just being on fucking point the entire time is absolutely perfect. It cuts into the Bible verse, which so I read somewhere that it's taken. Most of that is it's part of like the Bible iteration mixed with like the intro. Scrolling of a kung fu movie, and then of course we get the guns going off, and we cut go to part two. We're at the stare down. So before we fade away, technically we do we do go to marcellus's Wallace's like kind of his HQ's bar. Yeah. Not probably not his main place he does business, but that's probably where he was that morning. Uh, we see Vincent and Jules and their clothes that we'll see them in later in the movie. Walking in, bartender, man, y'all, what the fuck y'all dressed like right now? Babe, man, it's a long story, man. I won't even talk about I'm it. Marcellus here.
0: That's Paul who's behind the bar. Yeah. And that's who was supposed to play Jules. Really? Originally, yeah.
1: And uh, him just being like, Marcellus in. Him be like, yeah, man, he's having a conversation. Y'all want a drink before? like, yeah. And then, of course, Marcellus is having the conversation with the boxer, as we mentioned earlier. Um, oh, Butch. Yeah, and then so, you know, him and Butch are talking. Hey, man, I want you to drop the fight. I'm like, what, When man? you feel it stinging in your chest, that's just the pride. pride. Yeah, it's like, I want you to throw that out the window. You go down in the fifth. Him taking it because, you know, he's down on his luck probably. Again, and just he like Mortal Kombat. Fight.
0: People just fucking taking, like, throwing fights Yeah, for money. man. And
1: so, I'm just like, If okay. I could just
0: go get my ass kicked once a day for 200 bucks... I'm pretty sure I might take that offer. Yeah.
1: I just gotta get my ass kicked once a day and I get two hundred bucks. Well, think well, think about it this way. Butch was probably getting a ton of money. Of course, we see Butch agree. Butch leaves, has that stare down with Vincent of like, What's up? Yeah. What's up? They have that they
0: have this little this little standoff, right? And then I'll go ahead and put out one of the secrets. Immediately following this scene, they have the standoff. Um, Vincent goes to talk to Wallace and Mar- Marsalis. Yeah, and he well, Jules goes to talk to him. Yeah, Jules. No, no. Well, they both go over there oh, because yeah. they're sta- they're staring off with Butch, and then Vincent goes over there and like hugs Marsalis and whatever. And uh, Butch just kind of keeps staring at him from the bar, right? Move from that scene, you move to introducing Lance, the drug dealer, yep. at the house, right? And Vincent's going to see him. Uh, two funny things to me is one thing he says, uh, hey, man, I need you know this heroin. And then he's like, well, do you want to hang out here and get high and hang out with this chick? And he's like, no, nah, man, I got things to do. I got to go. And he's like, all right, no problem. Maybe next time. And then he literally turns around and is like, "Uh, so can I shoot up here or what? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. And he's like, all right, yeah. great. I'm like, he you just just said you had to leave and then you're like so can i shoot up here but he says he's talking about his car that he just got out or got back right and somebody's car quentin tarantino has officially went on record and said that uh in the storyline even though it was never said butch keyed his car Car. because they had that stare off and he went outside and was like i bet i know who drives this fucking flashy (laughs) piece of shit and then keyed it yeah all the way down. that's hilarious man
1: but yeah, that's the the bar scene. This is the first connection we really get of yep. these stories being intertwined. And then um, we get to what I still love in movies, but we don't see it as often anymore, is the old driving scenes where it, you can blatantly tell it's a green screen, but there's just something magical about those. Like, I still love them till this day. And it's,
0: it's like a, a track moving in the background yeah. or something. And
1: it's it's just wonderful. I love it. You know, he, he gets to... Marcellus' house gets with Mia and you know they talk over the intercom, make yourself a drink, and then you know she while he's getting himself a drink, she's snorting a line of coke. You know, we start to see, oh, he's already high as fuck off of some heroin, and now he's drinking. Which, she's getting and she's, she's obviously getting, getting going. Going. up for the night, and so it's one of those things of like, oh man, you know, some I smell disaster coming, and then they go to what I would think would just be the uh, 50s version of medieval times <laughs> it,
0: it was it was <laughs> exceptional
1: i was like what is this place and you could sit in
0: cars while you eat what was and it so called I for-
1: slim i forget what it's called i think my favorite thing of course is everyone's dressed up there's either elvis buddy holly marilyn monroe stuff like that um but this is the way i want to order my steak from now on this is the only way i want you to ask me do you want a Birch or crisp or you want it bloody as hell and I'm going to answer bloody as hell. Bloody as hell. Every time. Do you
0: know who the Buddy Holly waiter
1: was? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Steve Buscemi, Steve dude. Steve Buscemi, baby. And so it was hilarious, too, because like I always know that fun fact, and he still doesn't look like Steve Buscemi to me to this day. Um, I couldn't see it. I couldn't so see it. Jack Rabbit Slims. Jack Rabbit Slims. Um, is the name of the restaurant let us
0: know if that's real like if you listen to this and you were in like california or something at the time like let us know if that place is yeah
1: i want to know man that'd be dope uh mia does what she does and uses her husband over vincent for the first time didn't marcellus tell you to show me a good time yeah And it's like oh fuck because then you throw me out of a fucking window because then you can't say no because it's like shit she's gonna tell her husband i was a fucking dick all right and then marcellus gonna be i heard you to my wife boy like, how many, th- how many jobs have I done for you? Doesn't matter now. You fucked up. Yeah. And so, you know, he goes out and dances. You get the nice little shimmy dance scene, and it is drawn out. It's so like, long. It is so long. It's really long. But, and some people will say that it's really cinematic, and others will say that it's excessive. I think it's a little bit of both, but I think about that when I think of Tarantino. Yeah. And so I expect it. So from there on, we get the, uh, they go home, uh, bathroom's right around the corner. Vincent, doing what every man does. Um, don't try to lie. Don't try to act like you don't. You've uh, been in the bathroom. Um, I'm gonna do this. You're gonna have a drink. You're going the fuck home. You're gonna baby. have one drink. You're not doing. You're this gonna go tonight. home.
0: Yeah. You tell yourself all these things, and you convince yourself in the mirror. You gotta hype yourself up. You're having one drink, but drink it fast. And yeah, then and leave. so like
1: you're, you're doing your hype moment in your head of like, all right, get out of here, man. You're not fucking this girl. Get out of here. Get out of right. here. And um. And then, of course... But remember, uh, he stopped and got heroin. Uh, yeah, Snoop, uh, Snoopy McSnoopster has to uh check his pockets, finds it. Uh-oh, I'm out of Coke. I'll use his Coke. And he's not going to care because he has to show me a good time. Uh-oh, problem is Vincent didn't buy Coke. He bought heroin. It's so heroin. Now she has snorted heroin. Of fat rail. Yeah, a huge just line of heroin. And, and now, down here's the, count. the thing.
0: She the the rest of what happens next is she was down for so, so long. long I was she like she should be he's, fucking dead. Yeah, he hasn't gone to a hospital. They just are like all this dialogue and them fighting about finding this stuff. And I'm like yep. this girl's laying here dying, but. I feel like she would have been so gone already.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so we get to the OD scene of like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for my black book. After he's already told Vincent, don't you fucking pray that girl here, man. And then he's on the phone. He runs into the house and he's like, like,
0: I'm on my way now. And he's like, no, you're fucking not. And he hangs up and 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 he hears.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. It's hectic. It's crazy. That's what it's meant to be. And then you get the scene you once again like I said monologue and conversation master because all of this is happening it's different conversations yelling to you back and forth being shot from ear to ear you're hearing it from character to character and then immediately he I can't do it give me a give me a marker so he puts the marker on her chest hits her with it and immediately just she pumps up Back to the world of the living after, what, 10 minutes? <laughs> oh, my God, 10 minutes, no. Of our story Dude, time. This... It has been at least half an hour to 45 minutes half for Vincent. Half an hour.
0: He had to load her up. He drove yeah. across town. He like ran into the house. Two. He They did all this. Dude, it was at
1: least like so, 30 minutes. So here's this. It's a complete tone change from there on rest of this part of the movie well then it where does it go from there
0: because now oh Mia's alive Mia's uh, he alive. takes her back in a fucking t-shirt and she looks so bad and then yeah. she tells that terrible joke that she yep. didn't want to tell earlier because Mia is a she was in a TV she's pilot she's failed man. actress yep. yeah went to Hollywood and was in a pilot and she was in what Force 5 or something yeah, yeah it was like Family Force
1: Five. Not Family Force. That's a real show. That's a um, that's a bam. Family Force yeah. Five. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, anyways, she was like the knife girl or something. But she or she she was a co- comedic relief, and she had it terrible was just terrible jokes. jokes. <laughs> and so she tells the joke about the tomato and the ketchup. Yeah. And. Vince Vegas, is like he's like I won't tell if you won't tell because you know it's going to get us both in trouble yeah, so he doesn't
1: want to get killed want to get killed. her yeah. killed and so, she doesn't want to tell him he almost died she would just rather act like she's hung over yeah. and you so, get the what so do, they have what this are you unspoken gonna do? agreement now yeah just well, what, what are you going to do I'm going to go home and have a heart attack <laughs> that's what I'm going to yeah, do yeah he's covered in fucking and blood and he's just he's done and then that brings us to part three the gold watch oh with butch oh, with butch so now we're we're on to butch um it opens of course with uh, the legend himself Christopher Walken um you know coming to give the the gold watch to to the boy of his uh you know partnering talking about the POW camp he's talking about <laughs> how he had to you know get there his great he grandfather was, he was gave in a, him this watch but your granddad died and then your father was given the watch and he's dead so now it's given to the son and uh I had to hide it he had to hide it up his ass and then I had to hide it up my ass for seven years, years total and then he it got, was in an ass in an ass yeah Christopher then, Walken had to do
0: that monologue in front of that kid and that kid had no, no clue what he was
1: talking about so the
0: like dumbfoundness on his face is just real. Genuine.
1: And so then we cut to present day. You hear ding, ding, ding. And it's like you see Coolidge booking it out of the arena. He's gone. Um, You find out that Floyd dies and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. like Things didn't go the way Marcellus Wallace wanted them to go, did they? Well, Butch jumps into the cab
0: of what was it esmeralda i believe yeah um the cab driver and what's funny is tarantino had seen a short film where that woman plays a a cleanup crew for crime scenes really and so she's also a cab driver on the side so he put her in the film as the cab driver and that's why she was very interested in the concept that he had killed a man awesome she wanted to know about it so he kinda of blended in a short film with it that included still, her, but he loved it so much that. that he got her to do it.
1: And then um you know, he's calling his boy, you know, he's already bet on himself to win. He wants to collect those bookings, you know, he's put a lot of money down with a lot of different people. But now he's got and a big target yeah, on his head. That that makes you, you know, most wanted number one, man. You don't want to fuck with the mob. Not only were you supposed to take a hit and go down. You killed the other yeah. fighter, which and once again he didn't mean to. Is what he said. He didn't know. He's like, I didn't know he was dead. My condolences to him. I don't think. Stuff I like don't. I think
0: he knew it. I don't really? think he cared. I think he bet on okay. himself, and he he had, um, what was it, Fabian, Fabiana? Yeah. He had her at the hotel Fabiana. waiting for him. It's not like he was just. He had all that planned out. I think he did it on yeah. purpose.
1: Well, I know that he. I think that he knocked him out on purpose because he had the bookings. I don't think he meant to kill him, but I do think that he, he did 100% go in. Did
0: you see how he flipped out over not having a watch? Well, he yeah. threw a TV across the room. I think he would probably
1: kill him, man. <laughs> <laughs> but And so then we get to the whole thing of, like, you know, they start uh, getting intimate, and I, I put down, is this how awkward everybody is in bed? Is this how it is when I get in the bed with my girlfriend? Is it just that awkward? Do you mean Fabian?
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, she was absolutely adorable.
1: Well, no, it's adorable. But, like, I'm talking, like, the whole, like, wooing each other scene and everything. It's just like, man, is it this awkward always? Like, I just sat I thought there like, it was oh, so no. cute
0: when she talks about having a little pot belly and she's, yeah. like, trying to convince him that, like, she wants to have a baby, but he doesn't get it. Yeah. And so she's, like, the way she's selling it, dude, and I just it, those are little conversations you have with somebody, like when you get real weird if you've been together for a while. Yeah, and I thought
1: it was genuine and really cute. And oh, She yeah. really sold it, and, and Bruce Willis sold it, and then of course we get the uh, we get the breakfast talk about what you want. I want blueberry pancakes, blueberry pancakes, with and and syrup, want this and, and that. five sausage patties, yeah. and then just him being like, "Where's the watch?" It's in there. Where's the fucking watch? Yeah, the <laughs> then, watch was and not and in there. And we get a very sentimental about the watch. Um, I think, He recovers quick, man. He's, yeah. a, he's a fighter, you know? Like, here's my thing is, I think I don't own a lot of things that I think I'm that sentimental to. I don't own anything from my childhood, period. Yeah. And so, like, I do now because I bought three items back from someone that I know I sold them to. And I bought those back so I could have them and know that they were mine from when I was a kid. But other than that, it's like, man, I don't own anything. Yeah. Like, my, like, my, like, the only thing I have of my mother or her ashes, and the only thing, like, my dad's still alive. And he's never, like, been like, hey, here's this sentimental, like, necklace I had when I was in the army. Like, I don't have his dog tags, I don't have anything, because, like, my parents were never those people that just held on to stuff to hold on to it. Yeah, same. And so it was just like, oh, okay, I was like, so I'm watching this, like, damn, man, he's throwing a fucking fit about this watch. But then I think about it from someone else's point of view, and you're like, i bet he would throw a fucking fit about a watch wouldn't he right and so his dad carried it in his ass, ass, ass for him yeah. it was and a big deal his dad and his friend and his for friend seven years together man
0: i would look it's something you want to hang it's on ass to watch baby yeah it's a magic ass watch
1: <laughs> you get him sneaking around trying to get to his apartment you know get back before they have to leave um walks into his apartment he's like oh no one's here we're golden man everything's good and then well, he, he sees, sneaks over there because yeah. he knows there's a
0: hit out on him. He yeah. knows he's he can't he fucking he can't walk anywhere without being seen. So he sneaks into his apartment and he walks around, checks everything out, and he's like, Oh man, it's good. He gets a watch, he pops a Pop Tart in, baby. And then
1: looks over. And he finds a gunzy on the on yeah. the counter and he's like, Someone's here. Lo and behold, it's our boy Vincent Vega sent to kill him. And then he just shoots him. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. that's the end of Vega. The whole person we
0: had built up, I who I thought was like the before I had ever watched this movie, I was like, that's the main character, and yep. I mean he was yeah. one of them. But I him. forgot about like Tarantino. The way he sets things up is so it's not all in chronological order. In order, and so it really struck me where I was like, that was the end of him. That was it. And then I thought, okay, well now he's gonna have to find Jules, and Jules is gonna fight him off. But we find out later why that doesn't
1: happen, yep. so- and then he gets his pop tart. Gets his Pop-Tart, leaves, gets down the road, sees Marcellus Wallace walking out of a donut store, and then just it hits him with the you car. You motherfucker! Hits him right with the car. You get with the foot chase of him and Marcellus. Then we get introduced to the crazy rednecks of Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> Zed. Well, they, they end up in the pawn shop fighting. Butch
0: is going to kill Marcellus, and then the other guy's got shotgun on him, and he's like... Put the gun down, and he's like, "You don't understand." And he's like, "No, put the gun down." And he knocks him out. Yep. And then he calls somebody yeah. to come, and then they wake Zed. up, and they're both gagged in the basement, tied up to chairs, ball gagged, ball gagged, not just
1: gagged, ball gagged, and they're both in the same situation. Yeah. And so then we get the eeny, meeny, miny. Mo. And just it keeps going Oh, come to and find zero. out.
0: I found out what Marsalis looks like. You yeah. know, you're not gonna see just the back of his head. Yeah. You're gonna see the back of his ass. Oh yeah, you're <laughs> gonna see a lot of <laughs> Ingrams,
1: man. My favorite thing is of course he gets loose. Kill or Kill Knocks the gimp out. Well, he says, the gim-
0: <laughs> uh, go get the gimp. And he's like, I think the gimp's sleeping. He's like, wake his ass Mess up. <laughs> and so then he they, goes against the gimp out of the box. literally pull a gimp
1: out of a box. <laughs> yeah, and him hang him out in front of him. And also, I thought about this. When he knocks the gimp out, that gimp is dead. Because he's then just you're there. out cold. You're being strangled to death. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so he's dead, well, bro. Okay, so then... You he hears all the rambling going yeah, he, on in the back to, room. So they're talking leave. about Butch. Okay, so Marsalis gets taken in the back room and then Butch uh breaks the fucking bindings, punches the gimp, and then gets out and he goes to run upstairs, but you still hear there's like some some bustling going oh, on yeah. in that back room with Marsalis. And obviously he thinks, Well, like at at worst they're gonna kill him and so then he feels bad and he thinks like if they don't kill him. I'm going to have to run the rest of my life because this dude's going to try to find me. Yep. So what if I go back and help him out? And he starts to look for things in the pawn shop. Here's my question to you, having seen Kill Bill at all. When he finally ends up on the Katana, does that Katana have anything to do with Kill Bill? Does it make I, an, a cameo appearance or I, is it not the same? I don't does believe that's the same. just love Katanas, period? Yeah, I don't think it's the same Katana, but it could have been yeah. something. I don't know. Well, then he goes downstairs, and he busts in on Zed and his brother.
1: And what's going on? They are uh, taking turns on Marcellus Wallace. Uh, taking turns, what, playing Yahtzee? Oh, well, not playing Yahtzee. Uh, no? Getting, uh, hungry, getting, hungry hippo? Not hungry, hungry hippos, baby. Uh, we're going to use the hard R, uh, just straight raping Marcellus Wallace. <sighs> no. And, boy, it is... Uh, not something you still, like, which granted It's hard to watch. It's hard, bro, yeah. It's, it's hard to watch. It's one of those in movies that it's like, one, you don't ever expect there to be a rape scene, period. No. And then it's just happening, it and these are like owners of a guard. pawn shop and a cop and everything just going at this guy. And it's just like, well, so. Then oh, man. Butch comes and, in yeah, and he slings that s- katana on him. Slices the one through the chest. You know, and goes to the other. Blasts Zed with the fucking shotgun yeah and then bro just well that happens after he marcellus gets loose yeah you know and he goes no nah, he's mine and they blast him he's not dead and he's like we'll finish him oh no i'm gonna well, finish you get the him famous line slow.
0: marcellus are you okay no nah, i'm pretty I'm fucking far, far from, from <laughs> okay pretty fucking far from okay
1: and like man it was just him being like, "No, don't worry we're gonna call some people and I'm gonna make sure this guy feels every bit of pain until his last fucking breath, and just like all of that, just being Rame's being a fucking badass. Like all this shit has happened to him, just being like nobody needs to know, but this guy's gonna die. Right. And it's just like bro, like
0: and you bro, definitely all this let shit just you definitely hap- let that guy live, right? No oh. matter what, he just saved you from getting. Oh yeah. right I would. That's. That is. That's why you said you get I out of here. Go forever. You get out of here and you don't show your face, and I we're good. We're even. Yeah. You never come back to L. A. Again. Goes and picks up and Fabiana. Yep. From on Zed's bike, and he's like, "Oh, whose motorcycle is this It's Zed's. <laughs> Where is Zed? Zed's dead, Zed's baby. Zed's dead, baby. And they pull is. away, which should
1: be and the end. Of the, the end movie. of the sequence and the last bit of the movie. But but what happened? Before we move away, i got to give my favorite line of the movie. Oh, I'm going to go medieval on the asses, okay? (laughs) I'm just like, shit, dude.
0: Well, uh, what happened with old Jules,
1: man? Oh, so now we get to the Bonnie situation. You know, it cuts back to the scene that we left with Jules and Vincent going to kill everybody. Um, We find out that the guy that's hiding in the bathroom is a real bad shot. Or... If you're Jules, it's divine intervention. And, you know, that leads to the awkward conversation of, well, you know, you, you say it's divine intervention. It is. God didn't let this happen for nothing. And then just be like, man, I just think, man, like maybe he just missed every shot, man. Like, you know, like like Vincent's going In from the, the side of like, I'm not going to believe this shit. Yeah. And Jules has had this epiphany. epiphany awakening that God saved him. He's got well, he to, he has to wonder now. Right
0: on them. And, and misses every misses shot. Misses every shot. Oh all, all it right. It was a him. miracle.
1: And what's a miracle?
0: <laughs> so they do old dude off and they put the uh they take the other kid with them in the car. Yeah. And they're having a conversation in the car. They're driving and Damn. Jules hits Bam. a bomb Bam. and blows the kid's fucking brains out. And then So the who wolf. do you gotta call, man? You gotta call the wolf. You gotta, call the wolf, you gotta baby. call the wolf, man. That's
1: all you had to say. And so we which we're moving way yeah. ahead. Because we get the, which we granted that I think when well, I say we're moving ahead, I just put the wolf right there. But of course, he calls Marcellus or he calls his buddy first. Yeah. Hey, man, I need a place to lay low. We're going to get this figured out. Gets there, calls Marcellus. You know, they're having coffee. You know, like, man, some good coffee, man. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't give a shit about my coffee. I fucking know how my coffee tastes. I drink my fucking <laughs> That's coffee. That's why I buy the coffee and shit. And then, like, I put down, I was like, so many M bombs. So, many, I think Quentin Tarantino's like, I'm on screen. I'm going to see what I can get away with now. <laughs> I, I feel, he's like, I pay you. He's literally
0: like the epitome of a oh, white kid with a lot of money. With like black friends. He's like, Ugh. hey, so I have a lot of money. I'm paying you. So like, I can say it right. It's like, I,
1: can, I can say it right yeah. yeah. Let me say it. <laughs> all right, Quentin, uh, I guess. <laughs> and so, and then just uh, gives you the best line of, well, shit. That's all you had to say. And it's like... Yeah, calling, the, know, wolf. Like, calling the wolf. This guy's a professional. Well, that's all you had to say. And so then you get, like we said, the wolf played by Harvey Keitel, in which, man, just he absolutely kills us as the wolf, man. I'm telling
0: you, man. That part was written specifically for Harvey Keitel, and uh, Quentin wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. He put a lot of the budget towards getting him there
1: because oh, he refuse to have anybody else do that part and so that's my favorite thing Is just then the wolf barking orders Yep. perfect, perfect for the wolf just boom, you're going to do this you're going to do this, you're going to do this we don't want Bonnie coming home and finding this well then guess what, that means we got this long to get this done you listen to everything I gotta say we'll be good and so everybody's listening, everybody's good to go you know, phase one, the car get the car clean, get the brains out the car get all that stuff phase two, get them cleaned up, get all the blood and brains off of them, get them into fresh clothes, crush the car, we're good to go. So then you get minus the head, it was attached? And then so I put this, we're, we're dealing with a body without a head, correct? Yes, sir. But then they move the body and his head is perfectly intact on the body. Yeah, I noticed that yeah. too. And I was like, bullshit, there's no way taking a fucking magnum to the head. Yeah. And then just nothing, like a little six shooters, little, shooter straight little to the continuity head. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they like Because that was a that was the hand puppet. cannon, brother. Like, yeah. boom, your head's and point gone. blank. Bunch of filthy animals is what. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like f- wash them down. We meet the owner's daughter of the junkyard and crush site, and you know he's taking her out to dinner or breakfast at this point. Yeah, We're gonna take her out for some breakfast. Maybe you boys should go get some uh breakfast Nah, no, i think i'm just gonna go home all right you guys be safe it's a pleasure working with you boom boom and then vincent i kind of do want some breakfast all right let's go get some breakfast then yep now we go the full diner. circle to the diner uh first and final scenes coming together which is I, I i say something at the end of this that i'll go to it is a good fitting roundabout roundabout full circle story of, you know, the whole time I'm watching the movie, man. I, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. And, and so then, you know, they're talking about you know getting out. Vincent wants to go. He wants to wander the earth until Jesus gives him his calling. Vincent's still not buying the so whole you, you wanna, Bible thing. Well, he's everything. sticking on
0: to this thing about like the whole divine intervention about the shots not hitting him, and he's like, maybe that's just my my ticket to get out of here. That's my card. Yeah.
1: They don't know what the other two are plotting. The other two don't know what Vincent and Jules have been through all morning long. Right? They don't know what's going on. So then full circle, it hits. You know, sh- everybody shut up. This is a robbery. You know, give us everything. Vincent's in the bathroom, has no idea what's going on. Jules, being the cool cat that he is, plays along. Well, here's my ball. His wallet's already in the air. You know, Pumpkin looks at him all weird, like, He's already got the wallet out and ready. No one else did. They were either putting it on the table or handing it to him last second. Jules already has it off and handed it to him. Ooh, At this point, they have the... Uh, he has the
0: briefcase yeah, yeah. The, I briefcase want the briefcase that they went to it. retrieve from the college kids in the dorm in the beginning of the movie and then the one of the kids that he blew the heads off of they still have this briefcase that they have for Marcellus yep and so then uh pumpkin asks, what's in the briefcase and he's like I can't give you what's in the briefcase, briefcase. I I he's like I w- I would die and I it's for too much you don't want this so he grabs the the briefcase from him and he puts it on the counter and he opens it up and he says Oh, it's beautiful. So you're never led into what is in the briefcase. Yeah, you've seen
1: the briefcase open multiple times What do you think's in the briefcase? So we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get to that in a minute because that's a question I want to bring up. Okay. They've got each other at gunpoint now because he won't give him, you know, the briefcase. You know, Pumpkin knows that he's got a gun pulled on him, so this is no normal person. This is a guy that does the same shit that he does, but probably on a higher level. So now he's, you know, scared. She's scared and riled up and you know, everything. Vincent comes back from the bathroom. Vincent, be cool, boy. So and do you notice? All starts shuts down and everything bad
0: happens when Vincent comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. When he came out the first time, Mia had overdosed on heroin. Yep. When he came out the second time, he got he shot. Yeah. When he out came the up the third again, time, there's a fucking there.
1: holdup in the restaurant. So every so, time Vincent goes to the bathroom, it's something not bad time. happens. <laughs> and so we get to that, and now you have the reverse conversation of Pumpkin and his girl. Now Jules is in control of the conversation. Pumpkin's not in control anymore. And he's like, give me my wallet back. Well, which one is yours? It's the one that says bad motherfucker on it. I want my wallet, Now I'll take the money. I don't care about the money should be fifteen hundred you you can take the money it's all good but you're not getting anything else and i'm getting my wallet and you know that wallet was quentin tarantino's wallet really his actual wallet that's fucking dope as shit yeah it's the one that says bad motherfucker motherfucker on it (laughs) jules has taken over this this robbery at this point pumpkin's life is now in jules hands he's a
0: master hitman
1: dude he's a master at his craft and pumpkin knows it pumpkin knows he's no longer in charge of this robbery you know, Jules is in control of everything that happens from here on out. They make their deal. The conversations that happen between these four in this moment are just fantastic. But it's once again Tarantino being a mastermind of talking. And it's just beautiful. They get out. Well, what are we gonna do now? We're gonna get this briefcase back, man. And it's like all this stuff. They walk out. You know, we get the scene of them slowing down, putting the guns in the front of their Shirts and then walking back, you know, the whole them music walking, cut, yeah, everything. they're walking into the bar where they run into Butch yep. or they're
0: going to Marsalis with his briefcase, briefcase. And, and it all comes around full circle. And so it's all, again.
1: it's all done, and that is 1994's Pulp Fiction. So, overall, what did you think of the movie? Uh, I thought it was good, man.
0: It, was, it wasn't hard to follow, it was. Again, we talk about this every week. We talk about pacing. But yeah. I was expecting that because it's a Tarantino film and I knew that there was going to be a lot that I had to pick apart and put back together. Yeah. With that being said, I was entertained the whole time. It had its ups and downs with the dialogue within the crazy antic scenes. Um, then I, I came back around to like where I started to think, like, man, this movie, if it's tying off in a lot of weird spots. If it doesn't bring it back around, or I don't know how it's going to end it. And it did. And it's literally one of those movies where any second that you're thinking, when you watch it again, any second that is going on in the movie, you're going to think about what other things are happening on the other backgrounds, like in the other universe at the same time, while that part's going on. Uh, it's, it's like a, kind of an Inception situation where the movie just kind of folds back into itself over and over. After I came full circle on it and thinking about it a lot between watching it and having this recording, I do like it. It stuck with me. Uh, there are just a few questionable parts, but all in all, man, how real is it?
1: It's a four out of five reels. Yeah. I would say the same. I'd say a four out of five. Yeah. And so, uh, like I, I, I have written down, this is just me, uh, but telling the story out of order does nothing for the movie in particular, but it does keep you guessing when you see the same character come back and you're like, Oh wait, what? Right, but at the same time, it's like I feel like he could have just told the story in order. Well, but if you think about it, it's as good. If you think about it, never know.
0: It would have been, but like then you would have had this whole scene with Vega in the middle, and then the beginning would have been the whole setup for that piece, and then you would have went to the part with him and Mia and then after that he just dies yeah. and so I mean you didn't I cared about as much as I should have whenever he died originally in the sequence that it was in but I feel like even at the end of all that whenever you had spent that time with him significantly in the movie before yeah. going back and then having him back as the the flashback part you would have probably been like what the fuck and been really disappointed more disappointed than you were about how that easy kill off was yeah because he just shot him and he was straight dead oh, yeah. and I was He's like gone that's it that's fucking
1: it the whole build up for <laughs> that's that that's it but it was good. So then that brings us to the question of the podcast. What was in the suitcase?
0: I think that it was Elvis Presley's
1: diamond suit. He was Elvis's diamond suit. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people say gold bars. People say so, money. Well, Some people and, say his soul. And so that is a that is the big one that I was going to bring up is people say that it's a human soul. Or that it's your Marcellus's spirit. soul. Yeah. Period.
0: Uh, a lot of people have the thought about the band aid is that, and some believes that your soul leaves the back of your head, and mm-hmm. so the band aid on Rossala's head is because he lost his soul. After reading that, even attaching that, like uh, to this day, Tarantino says he will not say, say definitively because he wants the 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 uh, talk the viewer to think about you know what they want it to be in their own sense, and I think. There was a mention somewhere about it being Elvis's suit, and I'm like, you know what? I like that. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be something that would fit this movie. player. Really
1: well. See, I always thought it was just like gold, like or something. gold or like a philosopher's stone or like yeah. just this giant ruby or something, and it just glows that way for people to be like, oh my god. Yeah, no, man, I, and stuff like that. So, but you never know. It, it that is a discussion that can keep people going to watch this movie. Yeah. And so, with you, the listener. You know, leave us Tell a us comment. Tell us what you think is in the, the Twitter. Suitcase. Send us, send us that tweet of what you think it is um, using hashtag semi social MC. Let us know what you think. If you don't want to use the hashtag, you can comment on uh, one of the posts that we make on the page and let us know what you think. Or just you know DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, if you're listening to this, share it with your friends. Let your friends know that you're listening to this really dope new podcast about uh. Movies. Um, you know, we're a good amount of episodes in now that uh, I feel if you're still listening, um, you, could, you could honestly uh, share it with somebody and tell them, hey, I like this. You should check it out. Um, that would mean a lot right. to us. Don't be greedy. Don't yeah. keep all the good things in life for yourself. Tell other people about yeah, it. We if wanna... you think this is a good
0: thing, let people know.
1: Um, so once again, go give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, at mc, Leave us a review on Apple Podcast. And, you know, tell your friends about us. Tell your parents about us. AJ, thanks again for joining me, buddy. Thank you, buddy. I Always, man. Guys, go out there. Be kind to one another. Have fun. Go watch a damn movie and enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you next time on the Semi-Social Movie Club. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That was dope. I know, right? This production is brought to you by Vapor Valley Noise Cult.